0: Welcome. Thank you for listening to another faith-generating word by David Entry. God has packed life in the words of an anointed man of God. Pay your heart to receive and for your life to change through this anointed message. Be blessed. Hallelujah. Father, thank you for the privilege to hear your word again. Reveal Jesus to us. In Jesus' name. Amen. I want to teach on the Holy Ghost. Is that okay? In the context of prayer. Holy Ghost. So, Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. It says that likewise the spirit also helpeth helpeth our infirmities. For we know not what we should pray for as we ought. But the spirit itself makes interse- maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be altered. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the spirit. Because he makes or he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. Here ends the reading of God's holy Word. Amen. The spirit is our helper. Let's all say that together. The is our or let's put it. The Holy Spirit is our helper. Holy is our helper. Say it again. The Holy is our so the Holy Spirit is our helper. He is here to help us. Now, anytime you want to pray, you we always will have a certain setback because prayer is really not natural. You are talking to a person you can't see. And you don't even know whether he's listening. You can't feel anything. And you are talking. And sometimes you have to talk for about an hour. Hey. So, yeah, people, people, I can't pray. But prayer is not natural. It's only natural when you're in crisis. That's a But outside of that, it's, it's difficult to want to always pray. Some people will be like, oh, me, me, no. You are lying. Prayer is not always easy. Because most of us, we don't always pray. But Jesus said, Luke chapter 18, verse 1, man always ought to pray and not to faint. But we are fainting and not praying. So, it is essential that if prayer, we have to pray. And prayer can most of the time, be naturally difficult, then we have we will need some help. That is why the Holy Spirit is here to help us in every way, including our prayer life. The prayer life you engage in with the help of the Holy Spirit is the actual prayer life because human beings have limitations. Number one, one, one great man of God calls it the trinity of man and then the trinity of god the trinity of man the heart the mind and the will those areas can pose quite some problems in prayer the heart sometimes we don't really desire to pray that much that's why you will come to church late after prayer is finished and when you come and we are leading prayer, the one leading prayer, if he sees you, will be discouraged. <laughs> God, you are sitting there, Pastor. Yes, just professor. I just. You are not interested in prayer. So the one one of the major problems when it comes to prayer, is the passion for prayer. We don't have it because you know if you want something, you will end up doing it. Yeah. If you want something so bad, oh yeah. If you want that guy to notice you. If you don't, we want that lady to notice you. Yes, yes. If if you want really to buy that thing, you will save. So when the desire is there, when the passion is there, for some reason we manage to do it. But we don't pray because really the desire is not. You wake up to pray. Okay, as an example. Or let's even talk about mothers or parents. You have a, a baby, and you are all asleep. You are tired, oh, yes. and you hear the baby cry. He will stop everything immediately. When your passion is for something, you go for it. So the reason why we don't pray the way we should is because of passion. Our hearts. We have a heart problem. And then not only a heart problem, we have a mind problem. How many of you try to pray, your mind is wandering everywhere? Wondering, ah, even the bus driver should have stopped for me to go first. No, your mind is wandering. Your mind is wandering Ah, you just remembered. How many of you this has happened to you in your house? You decide to pray and you remembered you left something on the oven, in the oven, or you left something in the washing machine. You remember, ah, you have to put it because you have to remove it because. Other than that, tomorrow, Mike. Mike Medoc said something. Satan intentionally does that when you are praying to interfere with your prayers, to interfere with your prayers. So what he does is Mike Murdoch, He said every time he's praying, he has a book near him. So when he's praying, he remembers, oh. I should have called that guy yesterday. I promise. Ooh. Instead of stopping to go and pray, he said, thank you for reminding me, Satan. He will write, write it down. As he's praying, he remembers the washing machine has got laundry which has to be dried. Thank you for reminding me, Satan. Write it down. When he finished prayer, then he go and attend to all those things. But I'm talking about wandering minds. And not only wandering thoughts, we also have the problem of the will, discipline. You know, how many of you have been wanting to wake up and pray, especially in the morning? Most of the time, when you wake up to join the prayer, the prayer line, it is ten minutes to seven. Yeah, six forty-nine. Oh, and then when you come on, everybody finishes. And then later, 7.32, you realize you are still on. <laughs> Hallelujah. We are talking about the will. So when you want to pray, we have problems. The trinity of man is, you are talking about the heart, the mind, and the will. So the Holy Spirit to help us, he actually helps our heart with passion. He inject. when you ask him help me, he will inject, he will help you with passion, the desire. And then your mind with perception. And then your will with perseverance. So you can be consistent and persevere. So it helps us in these areas. Helps us with our hearts, passion in our hearts, perception in our minds, and perseverance in our will. So your will is the ability. Sometimes laziness is a will power. You know, I want to do it. Okay, I'll do it tomorrow. But we need... Listen, even if you are very disciplined, even, listen to this very carefully, even if you are very disciplined, it will get to a time where your human discipline cannot take you through. Even if you are very disciplined in your mind and you force your mind to stay on track, there are times your mind will still wander. Even if you are a very lovely person and passionate person, there are times your heart to pray is not there like some of you, today to come to church was not there. But you broke through. There are others who could have made it but the passion to come is not there. So when it comes to prayer, for the Holy Spirit to help us in our prayer, he has to inspire a certain passion that is not natural. You ask him, give me passion to pray. You have to pray. Ask him, Holy Spirit, give me perception so my mind can focus on the things I'm praying for. Holy Spirit, give me perseverance so I can continue in prayer. In Colossians, said, continue in prayer. Continue. I think Colossians 4. 2. This is powerful. Continue in prayer and watch in the same with all thanksgiving. Watch in prayer. Now, when the Holy Spirit helps us in our prayer, As I mentioned a few days ago, he helps us in two main areas. How does the Holy Spirit help a believer in your prayer life? By either taking over your mind and then you apply your mouth. Or he doesn't take over your mind, but he takes over your mouth and then you apply the movement. Does that make sense? So, it's he helps us in our minds and our words or our mouth. Now, when it comes to our mind, that's what I want to talk about today. But when it comes to our words, that the mind is not involved. I taught you that number one, uh, Romans 8, 26, the spirit himself helps us in our firmity. For we don't know pray prayers we ought to. But. The Holy Spirit himself maketh intercessions for us with what? Groanings. Groanings are wordless. Groanings which cannot be uttered. What is utterance? The original Greek to mean uttered is use words to communicate. That's why in Acts chapter 2 verse 4, they all began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them what? utterance The ability to say some things. So to utter is means to use words to express. And he says that the Holy Spirit helps us in a way that, in a way with groanings, which worse doesn't get involved. Words are not part. So the help of the Holy Spirit has a lot to do with our ability to depend on Him for Him to take over. It's not your bit or your mind. And that aspect is very difficult for a lot of Christians. Because it's like your mind is not involved, but your heart. The, and, and the Spirit of God is using your mouth to groaning. Ah, ah, ah. Or oh, sighing. Sighing. Hmm. Hmm. Or oh, sighing. He said, let my sighing come to you. And then yesterday, Psalm 56 verse 8 talks about, and then the other way of praying without words is tears. Holy Spirit can move your heart and you be shed, not because you are sad, but you are shedding tears. And some said, put my tears in your bottle. What? Like they used to practice in the olden days. And then the other ways, he can also use your words without your mind. So one is groaning, two is sighing, three is tears, four is ejaculation of words. You remember, words would just pop up, especially Aramaic our American, Jesus is our natural language. Arama, Thank you, uh, hallelujah. Abba, Maranatha. Those words are never changed in the Bible. They remain like that. So sometimes these words can come as the Holy Spirit. Number five, tongues. So you are speaking in tongues. Your mind is not fruitful. Your mind is not fruitful, but Holy Spirit is using your mouth to transact spiritual depths. So that is one way the Spirit of God helps us. By bypassing our minds and just... Going straight to our mouth, giving us expression in our mouth, and then we moving our mouth. Those who say, I'm waiting for the Holy Spirit to move my mouth. No, it doesn't happen. You have to move your mouth, and he gives the inspiration and the utterance. Bible says that, Acts chapter 2, verse 4, and they began to speak in tongues as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. They They did the beginning, the Holy Spirit did the giving of the utterance. So, tongues, and by talking about how he uses your mind. How does the Holy Spirit help us in our minds when it comes to prayer? How does he help us in our mind? It's simple. That's why he has to help us in our hearts and our will. So that the mind which becomes central, he actually focuses on that. So how does he help us in our mind? By giving your mind a certain thought pattern in prayer. So, some, not ideas, but your mind gets to focus on some things when you are in prayer. Your mind. I've prayed a lot of the time and I'm praying about something, but my mind changes onto something else. Because the Holy Spirit moved my mind onto something. How does he drop these thoughts in your mind? He does that through impressions. Say impressions. What are impressions? It's like some people may call it intuition, gut feeling. So you are praying, but deep in your heart you feel like, Ooh, I have to pray about this. That there's something is being pressed. Impress, impressions. So when I say there's somebody here, the Holy Spirit tells me there's somebody here. Most of it is through promptings of the Spirit. I have impressions in my spirit that there's somebody going through something like that. So it's not like I've heard a voice. Sometimes I may hear in my inner hearing something. But most of the time, it has to do with promptings or impressions. That's why sometimes there is not 100% certainty. But I, I can tell. That somebody supposed to be here. It's it's, strongly imp, it's being impressed in my heart. So there are times that when you get into your prayer life, you must learn how to lean on the Holy Spirit. Then you begin to impress this on your heart. Say impressions. impressions. Number two, through burdens. From, you, you just feel uneasy about something. You just feel, maybe your, your brother is traveled. But suddenly in the prayer, you start feeling very uneasy. You feel very uneasy. Or you are, you are feeling uneasy about something. Or a burden is on your heart. To pray for our meeting today. There is a burden on your heart. To pray for the Prime Minister. There is a burden. It is like it is a burden. Which is slightly different from impressions. The bed is like a weight. You are not free. You don't feel free. You feel heaviness within you. But it is not making you down. And it is all within the time of prayer. Sometimes, even when you are going to pray, when you are in tune with the Holy Spirit, He can lay things on your heart and you take it into prayer. So through burdens, and sometimes through, through circumstances. Some things are happening. In You went to break, you saw that a lot of the boys are beginning to create a lot of problems and shooting themselves. That's circumstances. The Holy Spirit can use that circumstances to lead you to pray about something. So impressions, burdens, circumstances. That is how you can guide your mind. Through circumstances, you heard about what's going on in your, uh, with your, 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 your mother. You heard about what's going on with your father's job. You heard about what's going on with your sister's marriage. You heard about circumstances that are going on in your house. You heard about it. The doctors have told you about the reports. These circumstances, the Holy Spirit can also use that to help you in praying about it. So circumstances, he uses your mind. It's not like you are not aware. You are aware. And it drops into your mind. And you are using, you are praying based on their circumstances. That's right. That's right. So there are things you get to know which might translate into prayer. You got to know that that brother has been spending nights in that sister's house. There's no need to go and tell other people. Maybe the Holy Spirit is using that circumstance that you can begin to pray for the church. Because this is not the first one. The, other, the last three weeks you heard about that. And another time, there's another person. Pray about it and start telling you. Have you noticed what's going on? You don't think about it. Matthew chapter 7 verse 1 for you. And 2 for you. The way you are judging others. The same thing we use against you. It's easy to see other people soon. But look at your big one is there. You can't see it. You can't see it. So, some of the things you hear about. And you see about. It doesn't mean you have to determine whether someone is really Christian or not. It just means pray for them. Pray for them. Everybody is fine, but their flesh is always flesh. I know you love God, but your flesh doesn't. The flesh doesn't. Bible says that to be carnally minded is enmity against God. Romans chapter 8, 6, 7, 8, 9. For to be carnally minded, is death, but spirit to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Say life and peace. Shalom. The next verse. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot please God. If you set your mind by the spirit, say by the spirit. That's how you can crucify the desires of the flesh. So if you don't do spirit, your discipline is not good enough. The only way you can crucify the deeds of the flesh is by the Spirit, not by your willpower. Every one of us need to live by the Spirit. So, the Holy Spirit is here to help us. Not by taking over our prayer life. He doesn't take over our prayer life and speak for us. He helps us by, you see, Bible said, the Spirit himself helps us in or with our weaknesses, our infirmities. He helps us. So when he comes, he comes to help us to be able to do what naturally we'll be struggling to do. Well, so when we talk about your mind, we are talking about how the, the spirit of God will drop impressions, burdens, circumstances, or memory. You know, how many of you have been praying and remember something? which it has to be. I'm not talking about the washing machine. But you remember something. The Holy Spirit can, can drop memory in your mind. So suddenly it comes on your mind. Ah, this thing needs to be tackled in prayer. It happens to me a lot of the time. Some of you, I say I'll pray for you. Sometimes I'm praying, I've forgotten. The Holy Spirit will remind me. Pray for that lady. Pray for that gentleman. Pray for that situation you heard about. So memory. Sometimes He will remind you. That's how he takes over our minds. But the question is, if you pray with your mouth and you pray from your mind and it's not the Holy Spirit, it is just like just doing an exercise. It doesn't register in heaven. But I know what you are thinking. Pastor, how do I know what is coming on my mind is of the Holy Spirit? I, the best way I can help you to know that is by showing you what is not of the Holy Spirit. So, three ways, if it's of the Holy Spirit, that what is coming on your mind during the time of prayer? If it's of the Holy Spirit, number one, Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. Permits, For we know not what we should pray for, as we ought. But the Spirit itself intercession for us with groanings, which words cannot. Next words. And he that searches the heart knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will. How does he make an intercession? How does he make the intercession? So, if it's of the Holy Spirit, it's the will of God. You'll be praying the will of God, you'll be in line with the will of God. What God wills, because the Holy Spirit cannot. Drop something in your mind to pray about, which is not the will of God, just like praying for some praying so some somebody's husband will become your husband. It's not the will of God. First John chapter 5, verse 14. This is the confidence we have in Him. That when we pray according to what? His will. His will. He says that Um be, I beseech you therefore, Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. I beseech you therefore brethren, by the mercy of God, that ye present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is the good, acceptable, and perfect will of God. Jesus said, when you pray, what should you say? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Uh What? what so he prays for us with intercession according to the will of god number two if it is of the holy spirit john chapter 16 verse 13 how be it when the spirit of truth is come he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he he shall hear That shall speak, and he will show you things to come. He shall. Let's all read a bit together. He shall glorify me. One more time. He shall glorify me. Who is that? Me. This is Jesus talking to his disciples. So he said, when the Holy Spirit comes, one of his main job is to glorify Jesus. What is this topic that is coming on your mind that is not bringing glory to God, but vengeance of man? You are determined that this person may God curse him. May God God pull him down. What kind of prayer is that? It doesn't glorify Jesus. It doesn't glorify Jesus. You've been hurt so much and you want to hit back. And your only means is prayer. So now you are using prayer as a vendetta. Prayer for vengeance. Meanwhile, God said, vengeance is mine. The glory is mine. The tithe is mine. These three things. Yeah, God, if you take it, he he will spare you. Vengeance is mine; the glory is mine; the tithe is mine. Hey, these three things—they belong to God. He said, "Don't go there. Don't venge. Don't go. Don't take vengeance into your hands." So sometimes you are in prayer, but your prayer is not glorifying Jesus. It's classic that it's not the Holy Spirit putting that—that that idea that came into your mind to pray about it. Whatever you are praying about, check That's the, this thing. When it's done, will you bring glory to Jesus? The way I'm praying, oh God, oh God, will it bring glory? No wonder when you see answers, you don't even share testimonies. Wow. <laughs> Testimony is bringing back glory to Jesus yeah. <laughs> for everyone to see that this is Jesus who has done it. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is here to help us now. If somebody, you know, somebody needs help, mm. what's wrong from asking the person? You don't know what they need. Ask them. Where can I help? Ask the person. In the same way, Holy Spirit is here to help. Ask Him. What are the things I should be praying about? Ask the Holy Spirit. And stop being over. uh, uh, Preoccupied with. What you want. It might not be the will of God. It might not be glorifying Jesus. So the Holy Spirit.
1: The Holy Spirit drops.
0: So the prayer. Will glorify Jesus. The preaching will glorify Jesus. Even. If men don't like it, the preaching will glorify Jesus. That tells you the Holy Spirit is work. And then number three. If it is the Holy Spirit who is putting in your hand, it will have scriptural basis. Every now and then you see scripture coming into it. Scripture coming into it. The scripture, the word of God. The word of God is like not too far away from your prayers. When is the Holy Spirit who is leading you? Who is dropping those things in your mind? You, you will remember a scripture. Sometimes you remember a scripture. Yeah, the scripture says that. You remember a scripture. The Lord, the Lord said, according to the time of life. Ah. So most of the scriptures you read, when it is time for prayer, it should come back. You have been reading Exodus. It doesn't show up in your prayer. You have, you have not read it. You have, I'm wondering what you are reading. You are reading it like, like newspaper. Let it get into your heart. When it gets into your heart, that's when the Holy Spirit can draw on it in time of prayer to draw the word and if it's the Holy Spirit the word that will be the word of God will not be very scarce on your mind because the Holy Spirit only works with the word of God if you live because we taught the word of God in fact I would like to pay you and get Uber to take you yeah I think it's a good place to clap for Jesus we came to church to learn from Christ he said learn of me we came to church to receive from Christ. We came to church to be more like Christ. We came to church. It's not a social club, please. So, when it's of the Holy Spirit, the will of God will be prayed. The glory of Jesus will be, will be the focus. And then, number three, scripture will not be rare and scarce in the prayer on your mind. That's when you can say, This thing that comes on my mind is of the Holy But if none of this or one of these is absent, I doubt if it's actually. The Holy Spirit. They may not all be there at the same time. But in that prayer spectrum, once he's glorifying Jesus, it's the Holy Spirit that does that. Once he's standing on scripture, rightly, it's the Holy Spirit that does that. Once something's dropping on your mind and that will bring the will of God, that's the Holy Spirit. So you always have to pray, Holy Spirit, help me. Help me in my mind. Help me so my mind will not be wandering. And then he will use your mind. And then once you drop your mind, you use your mouth to say it. So he helps us in two ways: dropping things in our minds, and then we speaking it out, or going a path side from our mind and then using our ways. So allowing us to use our utterances that express his purpose to God. Did you receive something? Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. You're welcome to connect with David Entry on Facebook instagram twitter and linkedin you can also find more life-changing messages from carriage church on youtube and all relevant streaming platforms don't forget to subscribe like and share this message be blessed